Hey, thanks for doing what you got to do to do today, uh, if it's day, and uh, uh, try and be, uh, you know, I try, I, you know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm going to, uh, that, that, that's what I mean. I'm going to try to be as a decent person as I can. Um, I'm going to try to be respectful as I can. Uh, I'm going to try to be as accommodating and uh, inquisitive tolerant as I can. There are limits. See you next week. Luck back again with Camera Plus. The lenses which are viewed and connected through our parallaxy daisy eye in terms of any being a wormhole to another point, but viewed from the outside all points are visible, as the loop view. They spit out words as fast I can think them, and perhaps the writing is a mistake, but you must know, you must, from far away without matter, but there is matter. So this is entertainment? Yeah be sure and subscribe. Souls are at risk on a board game up Candleland in the pieces of puzzles oceanic life forms whoosh the sentinel up to the screen to say boop. Betty was here. Grafrakamiluk I wonder how we say it again. The sequence of Seeketer is a palace of places with A, E, I, O, U etc and what is that but a story? To quicken is to jump paths, skip rope to the sidewalk crack. And little green monsters growing in them, in concrete terms. So this is how we step back, the language, barrier blockade block dropped, visualized into a paper print, in serif font and stolen type. The kind that is steel. Once again, bodies in motion, clinging, stinging, watering from hole to hole, virtual and private see what. 
O rights and justified fried pathways to recover. The river of tears, salty, or sugary, uplifted by chocolate like a factory, Charlie's Angel. Muffled noises are heard from that pie that we so desire, was it cherry or was it marrying of lime plus sorbet a raspy voiced sultry cocktail bar tip jar money. Welcome to the green room. The flowers are just there. And then we'll probably be done by 10 and then we'll go over there. Yay. Okay. Jay, is, the day's figured out. Hello. All right, Jay. Yes. Goodbye, I'm going to need everybody. an itinerary for this. Yeah, Pam, if you exactly. can get that Goodbye, printed everybody. out for me. What Thanks. about piano fight? Piano fight tonight? In, in fact, in Oh, Easton. see, I haven't, uh. I've been working on Tuesdays at Bender's, so I haven't been out on a Tuesday night hmm. in forever. So hmm. I really don't know, like, the Tuesday, Wednesday Hey, welcome here at Mutiny Radio and Rachel's Alley, and I'm sitting here trying to get the do two things at once and push record. Uh, 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 uh. Anyhow, it doesn't seem to be working. All right, we're starting off with the technical difficulties. Yay, that's always cool. And why is that music still going on in the background? Well, Milk Crate's here, so we ought to be figuring out something soon. Uh, let's see here. Yep. So, welcome here to Rachel's Alley. Uh, we got some background music going on for some particular reason. But uh, Wade and I are here tonight. Milk Crate showed up, and Yari Yar. We're going to have some good music. I did that all the time. And uh, let's see. I guess what we're going to do is I'm going to go to put on some music, and we're going to figure out what the hell's going on here. Cheers. Crate just showed up and he got us together. He got rid of the background music and uh, good. All right, so I can concentrate here for a second. Welcome back to Mutiny Radio here in the heart of the mission. It is uh, Thursday at Racer's Alley and uh, boy, oh boy, uh, today we're going to have a good show. Uh, we have Wade here, a co host, and we have Milk Crate Brian spinning the tunes, which is always nice. This record happens to be uh, the color red for those of you who can't see. Anyhow, that's pretty neat. Uh, let's see here. He'll let you know in a second what we're what we're running. Um, let's see. We're gonna have a couple of people call in. Hopefully, we'll hear from uh, August Weber uh, talking about the Fun Track Days, D A Y Z Fun Track Days, and he's gonna let us know what's going on. Hopefully, uh, uh, with the with the season, and uh, you know how uh, they're actually getting along with the, I guess uh, you know uh, keeping separated, but everyone having a good time out in the track. And I've seen lately that there's a few track days out there, so. Uh, 
not only fun track days, but other folks as well. So uh, at least some folks are having fun getting out there and, uh, you know, having a good time and uh, getting some fresh air. So uh, hopefully we'll hear from August uh, in a little bit. Uh, we have um, Pedro Valdez Valdez, Valdez sorry. <laughs> anyhow, uh, he'll be calling in uh, regarding the uh, races over in Baja and letting us know what's happening with the San Pedro Martir and also the Baja International Tourist Cup and uh, neat stuff in between. Uh, I know he mentioned that uh, we have a lot more, a uh, uh, lot of good entries in and uh, from here and everywhere. And uh, it sounds like it's going to be an exciting time. Uh, right, Wade? Yeah. That, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So we hope to hear from him as well. And uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to have Hot Cruzada call in. Uh, he's an old school racer from when I here I, my brain doesn't work as well but uh anyways he's gonna call in let us know what's happening with this pro the program um let's see basically uh he's working with children and mx uh learning them how to uh, i guess uh race dirt bikes so uh, it'll be very exciting to hear what's going on in that that neck of the woods and uh we'll go from there so anyhow uh mm, let me get my shit together and uh have a milk crate play a oh boy he has two red albums out now how exciting what you got going, Mo Crate? Uh, we're going to start out with the Modern Lover, Roadrunner. Here we right go. Right on. Roadrunner.
Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting here jarring with Wade and Milk Crate, and yeah, we're talking about race plans and all that good stuff, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of clubs right now are starting to open up a little, which is really, really nice, and uh, AFM, AFM's going to be back out there, and they're going to be running uh, July uh, 18th and 19th over at Buttonwillow, and uh, I believe they have a track day over at Buttonwillow this weekend, uh, one of my pals just left for that. Um, they're also going to be running in August, uh, 8th and 9th, uh, either at Buttonwillow or Sonoma. I'm not, I'm not quite clear in how they wrote that down. But, uh, yeah, AFM is still running out there, having a good time. Uh, they're going to be out there, like I said, uh, July 18th and 19th at Buttonwillow and August 8th and 9th over either in Sonoma or uh, Buttonwillow. We shall see. I'll have to ask someone about that. Or, you know, if they're listening, call in. But anyhow, uh, yeah. So uh, that being said, like I mentioned earlier, we hope to have uh, August call in from Grun Track Days, D-A-Y-Z, letting us know what's going to be going on next. Uh, we're already here in July 3rd. They had a fun time over at Laguna Seca, uh, from what I saw at my friends over on the face of my book. And uh, they're going to be there in July 27th. They're going to do the Thunder Hill three-mile course. So uh, have a good time out there uh, with Grun Track Days. Anyhow, uh, D-A-Y-Z. Uh, all our friends are still out there. You know, it's getting uh, a little bit more open. Uh, everyone's trying to watch out and wear masks and all that good stuff. But as far as shops go, you know, I know for sure, you know, O'Hanlon's is out there. Desmoto's out there. Um, Tokyo Moto's out there uh, as well. Uh, everyone's in a little bit limited times and stuff. Uh, as far as uh, if you need any, uh, one of our friends just got rear-ended. Gave him a Law Tigers uh, uh actually card you know mat and stuff so law tigers takes care of you if you get hurt that type of thing and uh i'm calling super plush suspension uh very very soon i, I hear uh, he's out there running around james uh, uh fixing things and uh i need to have stuff done for my race bike uh, coming out soon so uh, yeah, super plush is always good he's doing my vfr 400 really you yeah. are you are nice cool uh i'm glad that you communicated uh, yeah we we were just trying to get a hold of him and, and then wondering if he was out there so very very awesome vfr yeah. 400 yeah actually good question so rich has my bike and so rich told eric for me to go say hi he's not answering his phone i guess he's really busy right now yeah he's probably doing a million different you know setups well racers put everything off till the last minute so they just said they're starting racing again so for the past six months everyone's been thinking about it like myself oh calling up eric uh, yeah <laughs> yeah, si yeah, similar. So there's supposedly three sidecar races left, and possibilities and stuff. Everybody's still up in the air, and um, yeah, I've been working so much and blah blah blah. I don't know if I can move all my stuff to get to the races even. Um, everything's so tied down from being just busy working and stuff. It's hard to like get out of that mode and actually free enough to go racing. Well, I hope you get out there. I mean, uh, sidecars going on, so those folks are running. Uh, they're talking about they are in Europe and stuff. So, you know, supposedly there's there's three more possibilities to do it, you know, and and they're they're talking it up and everything. But yeah, yeah is it actually going to happen? Exactly, and, and it's really and hard now. I mean, to to, to know what's going on because what one week what one week from the next. You know, uh, yeah. uh, times are changing. So yeah, to speak. a lot of yes, no, and indecision, yeah. and. Yeah, so, yeah, I was just looking at, at my setup. Yeah, it's easy to talk about anything, but I got to move like a mountain to pull my sidecar out and put it together <laughs> and actually show up at a racetrack. Well, it's been a while, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of dug in, and uh, it's not like rolling one solo bike on out of an empty garage or whatever. No, it's, it's I keep it well buried. 
Well, folks, you know, um, Wade and I have uh, uh, known each other a very long time, and um, if to, go to go to his house is like uh, going into a museum, and uh, there's really no space, per se. Everything's used up, and his garage is more so. I mean, uh, not to storage. mention classic cars. You got like uh, maybe two in there, and uh, a couple of RC 500s, a moto monocoque, uh, uh, yeah, uh, alcohol burner, uh, speedway. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I can name it. Uh, pit bikes, uh, monkey scooter, uh, pit bike. Yeah, it's sidecar. It goes on and on. Uh, it used to be two sidecars. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, as far as folks go, I, I know how it is to pack a pack a garage, but there's no one that does it like you. <laughs> it's totally Tetris. Years of <laughs> years of training. Exactly. And so a, a buddy of my of my Mike Mike McLaughlin. Anyhow, you cover everything exactly. with blankets and this and that, and, and you could have a pile of whatever, but you don't know what golden thing is under there. could be brand-new painted because it's got a blanket on it. Yeah, I, like my Speedway bike, I, I tried to keep it out. It was on stage so I could see it for a long time. It eventually got covered and, and you know, kind of moved on. But, yeah, you cover them very politely and stuff, and then things migrate and stuff. I got the toolbox on every side of the garage because the, <laughs> the way the garage changes every once in a while. It's about to go through a big change when I pull the TR3 out. Eric has my motor done brand new, ready to go oh in. Oh, boy. And I want to be and there and for and that. And then <laughs> that's going to come back to life, which will totally change how the garage is set up. Exactly. Boy, oh, boy. I remember that. that, that boy, we had fun on that. And last time we picked up a couple of stands and uh, – yeah, TR3, you got to look it up, and it's on Wade's Facebook page. Beautiful, beautiful convertible. It's just uh, so classic. What year is that thing? 57. 57. It's a yeah. small mouth. Everybody paints your, your car one color. One <laughs> I did two two colors and kind of an American hot rod. Uh, it was a turquoise that ran into something purple, and it's, it's really sweet. Yeah, I really great lines. Yeah, really, I followed the lines that are on them. It's kind of diamond-shaped pointy shape and simple and it's it's gorgeous i was totally afraid to take it apart i'm still afraid to touch it because there's not a scratch on it <laughs> exactly i mean uh, yeah we 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 did a couple of times out on it but uh yeah it, it uh, needed a little bit of work in the short time it was out but boy was it an eye catcher and, yeah, uh, and yeah, i bought almost so everything in the wish book for it <laughs> and, it's, and you know that'll it, be fresh it'll, it'll be fun yeah it should it should run forever it doesn't get. We won't get run that hard, you know. The motor was done right this time. Yeah, I believe uh, our our pal Eric Subculture yeah. Racing. Eric Lindauer yeah, Subculture yeah. Racing. That's and right. Eric Lindauer Motorcycle Shop. He's just opening that up. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it's called. It uh, was it Lindauer Racing. Lindauer Racing. Yeah, that's go. nice. There we go. Yeah, our new best buddy <laughs> even on what whatever kind of secret parts you can <laughs> get in on. And where where is where is that shop located? He's over in Marie. Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Okay, so Lindauer Racing, Santa yeah, Rosa, which is fifty uh, miles from where we are. Yeah, a little bit out of town. We're in Sa Oh yeah, of course. Thanks, Wade. <laughs> For our listeners, we're in San Francisco in California in the USA. So uh, you gotta That's look on the edge of the world. <laughs> we can almost see Hawaii. It's right over there, and then you drop off. There you go. Yeah, and Australia is a little bit over uh, across the pond there. But um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, as far as San Francisco goes, he's a little bit up north. And uh, as far as our topo topography goes, uh, here in California, we're lucky. Uh, we have a lot of roads that uh, are canyon roads, uh, country roads, uh, coastal roads. And um, 
You know, we've been very lucky. You know, Wade and I uh, both kind of grew up riding in uh, different sections of California, but uh, same thing, only different. Uh, we cut our teeth doing back roads and canyon roads. And, uh, you know, it's a very, very unique way of, uh, of uh, riding and racing. Uh, yeah, and I, w I also did dirt riding and dirt racing. Well, I was going to mention that. Well, well it's a different skill. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, which also makes you faster, by the way, fellas. Yeah, it's like all them little, you go skiing and all them little kids that go zinging <laughs> by, foo, foo, same thing with the, on a motorcycle. There's there's some kids that really get it, and you're going to watch that kid grow up and just be a rocket. Yeah, natural talent, you know, you know I mean, exactly. I mean, um, I grew up with a bunch of uh, guys, we were the hell rats, heh, you know, so we all had uh, about eight of us, different bikes, all of different years and stuff, and we just kind of ride and you know, you could tell, you know, what who were going to be the faster riders in the pack and that type of thing. You know, there was kind of a natural selection of who wanted to do what with the motorcycle and get the best out of it, that type of thing. So I think yeah. uh, most most clans usually have yeah. that type of pecking order. Something like that. I was in, I was I went to high school in, in Sonoma, Sonoma Valley High, instead of San Francisco or uh, Drake's uh, in Santa Fe, like I was supposed to, and dot dot dot. Anyhow, I went dirt riding, met all those guys, and. Um, it was totally different. You now they started or restarted the Valley of the Moon Motorcycle Club. It was Jim Parks from Jim and Jim's Motorcycles. He had five Yamaha motorcycle shops. Wow. And he lived in Sonoma. Uh, he was a really odd character and everything. We were all the little kids. and But he had five shops. He, he, he helped everybody and stuff. And, and so he actually was the one that brought back this little club. Valley and Moon Motorcycle Club. So a bunch of adults helped us out and stuff, took us dirt riding. We, we went to Knoxville. We went to Cow Mountain and stuff. I'm on a Suzuki 90 and, you know, blazing. And there's a bunch of us. There was actually three Suzukis. So we, and, we, and so I was kind of into racing and stuff. And everybody else was going. They put me on a, uh, what was it, a, a Harley Sprint one time. You can get this thing running. You can race it. Uh, I couldn't find a place that it was good for, but I found this big flat spot, and I did these monster big all slides and stuff, and <laughs> and they took me racing right away, right after that, and you know. Yeah, it, it, well, uh, it came natural to you. Yeah. Yeah, makes a huge difference. Some people have to work at it. Other folks are just uh, going with the way it flows, so to speak. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow. Um, Boy, so uh, let's see here. Um, we're going to have, well, I think maybe Clay calling soon. Uh, Clay Murphy, okay, uh, firstrides.org. He just uh, texted me. So he's going to call us at 740. Uh, firstrides.org is an organization uh, that uh, helps uh, kids, uh, well, learn motocross, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Get their first ride. Get to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Where was he when we were little kids? <laughs> we That's just great. Just Who's got a little kid? Take him over there. That's why you have an uncle back then. Uh, so anyhow, uh, firstrides.org. Uh, a lot of uh, all his gear is, is donated. Uh, the motorcycles, all the dirt bike gear, uh, helmets, uh, boots, all that stuff. And we've been running. Uh, I think it's been about six months he's coming on the show, yeah. as I recall. But and uh, as far as I heard, the effort from all the teachers, everything is volunteer to help these help these little guys. You know. Go out and run, and, and yeah, they've done a few a few classes. Clay's actually going to call in at 7:40, but I just want to mention, you know, I mean, uh, this is totally voluntary. Everyone actually is donating the gear. Basically, it's 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 
to have kids that would normally not be able to ride a motorcycle learn uh and it you know it comes from all classes so uh yeah it's it's really really nice um folks that uh, kids who would not normally get a chance can go out and ride a dirt bike yeah, all, all, all you need is a parent to call them up and say i want to get my kid involved gotcha oh yeah that part <laughs> back in the old day we just took the bike okay so yeah we got a call so uh clay will be calling in around uh 7 letting us know about firstrides.org and talking about that, uh, Mr. Hot Mazzotta uh, is going to be calling in around 7.20, I believe. And he's going to be talking about, again, uh, a motocross type of school. Uh, I saw him on the face of my book. Uh, I was interested in uh, the class he's running, the program he's running, and I thought it would be neat to uh, have him on the show as well to uh, put the word out. You know, I mean, uh, Rachel's Alley is about motorcyclists, everything motorcycling. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, there are next generations coming. So uh, there are people out there who are actually spending time teaching those folks how to be fast and uh, go f- uh, racing safely and have a whole lot of fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, yeah. and, and all genres, uh, dirt, uh, pavement, everything. Yeah. Y- you name it. And there, there's a few little kids out there that will go by you like you're s- sitting still. Yeah, I was uh, talking to Malcolm, uh, my workmate, and he was showing me some stuff on the Facebook book on his phone. And uh, I am a phone. And boy. Uh, there's a class now where these kids have these little, uh, like, they're not pocket bikes. They're in between a, a pocket bike and a real bike. And they're out there just like, you know, fully kitted. And they're having the time of their life. Well, tracks like Stockton, Buttonwill, that's you know, out there. You know? That's right. And it's really, really neat. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to actually, if any of your listeners out there are involved in that, uh, uh, yeah. that sport, please call in. 415-550-0511 and... Uh, yeah, I'll give you a free pack of popcorn or something. There you go. Okay, Lodi yeah. does it also. Lodi Lo- Motorcycle Okay, Club. yeah. Okay, there you are. Yeah, they run almost uh, w- every week when, when it's running. They just had an open track day at, at uh, Fast Fridays, which was actually Speedway and Flat Track. And so all those guys are kind of getting together. They're itching. They want to go riding, too. And so do all their kids. Yeah, you well, know. get out. There's nothing like a racetrack on a nice uh, evening afternoon especially in the valley where it gets warm and starts it's to cool down it's always warm it's <laughs> cooking yeah it's cooking i've been going out to stocks and it's it like at least 100 all the time <laughs> even at night you want the fan you want the windows open it's cooking those right. guys live out there it's it's okay it's like i i got to kind of escape you can drive back it's 100 miles back <laughs> to the fog it's right there it's so much cooler yeah, yeah, big difference. San Francisco, we always have fog, folks. Uh, we're co- we're uh, a coastal uh, town. At least every yeah. other sh- every other week or every two weeks, it's <laughs> we get one or two days of 100 degrees and we melt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100 means actually 76. Mm. But, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's like that in Stockton every day. Yeah, and uh, most racetracks are as well. I think the only racetrack in California would probably be Laguna Seca. Yeah, we only race when it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> we melt. Exactly. All, all our tracks here are hot. Yeah. yeah, I live at the cooler. Keep my keep a towel or something around my my head and everything, and it's well, you're just cooking. Once the sun goes down, hey, it's not bad. But by then, races are over. Well, now uh, pit uh, pit racing and uh, barbecuing, always fun. Hey, I'm sorry yep. to hear El Skipador, our pal here. Uh, he's uh, done a you know a lot of tuning for a lot of uh, good t- AMA teams and stuff. But El Skipador, you know, uh, I'm gonna miss you, man. I uh, moved over to. Uh, uh, I think, uh, what did they call it? Gilroy. Uh, I had a 
San Francisco, a lot of our folks are leaving just because it's San Francisco oh, and it's going to turn yeah, 20. So you end up moving in uh, Gilroy. But uh, El Skipadori, like I said, you're always welcome here. Got a couch to crash on. Come on our show and uh, always talk about the ANA teams we're working with, which is pretty freaking cool. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> you are. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, a little crate. Uh, throw something on, and uh, we should be back in about five minutes. And, uh, and we can rock out. Roll from there. <laughs> Groovy man.
Well, actually, you know, we can get jarring and all of a sudden it's 20 minutes later. But uh, anyhow, uh, Wade, myself, and Mo Crate are here having a good time and uh, just shooting the shit about racing and what's going on and uh, how everything else is going. Uh, Mo Crate, how's that ninja you're riding? It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Like a Only 8,000 miles on that thing. Uh, I see racing coming. Get on the track. We'll have yeah, I, w I really <laughs> want to talk to Fun Track Dave now about that because <laughs> he was trying to goad me out there on my KLR. On a 250, it'd be a lot more fun. For sure, actually, um, you know, right now slow bikes are pretty much the big deal, and um, yeah, I mean, if you look not at like AFM and such. No, I generally say um, uh, the best way: uh, pin it, close your eyes, throw it into a turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can use the full power that way. You know, as wishful thinking. Uh, we got some music going on in the background, or is that just my head? Okay. Um, yeah, last show too, man. I, I guess it's my filling. Must be the communists, but uh, we'll work on that. Anyhow, um, boy, oh boy. Um, like I said earlier, uh, Pedro is going to be calling about the San Pedro Martir uh, races going on in Baja, as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup. And I'm, I'm very happy to say that I was just talking to Wade, and uh, Wade's planning on going out there as well. I didn't want to go alone, so there we are. We are. Welcome, Wade. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, it's like uh, it makes me so happy. I have no idea. And uh, uh, I really like the idea of that DTR1. Um, he, uh, with that particular motorcycle, ended up um, revolutionizing, I guess, in a certain respect, uh, the, the, the Sacramento Mile or the Mile and uh, dirt, dirt tracking that way, uh, which uh, the first kind of a first super bike, I would say, that would be on a, on a, on a, on a, on a single uh, dirt track, yeah? Mm that I know of that was is successful. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Well, it, it, you dialed it in. I was there, you know, one of the first years, and it, I mean, mm. it, it took four years, but uh, that thing is really, really nice now. You know, yeah, it's ready yeah. to rock. I mean, uh, after, after everything, the exhaust, uh, I think uh, Zeke uh, really uh, did a nice job welding that together. It screams going down the down the uh, front straight. Uh, I think that's even on YouTube right now, as, uh, from, from what I've uh, seen. You can catch Wade on uh, Wade Boy DTR one, I think. Yeah, something like that. There's a there's a couple, and basically, go go with my name. But uh, what was it? Dave Devoe has one also. Um, it was a couple of years we didn't do it, and it, w it was one. I think it was the last year. Um, somehow it it destroyed itself. We saw it, and then it it blinked off. <laughs> what do you mean? The video disappeared? Yeah, the video disappeared. All our all the latest ones, which were some really good racing. Um, but anyhow, all of them are really good. Um, most everybody's on a single. There's a couple twins, but the twins aren't fast enough. Um, they're uh, like old Viragos, I believe. Uh, well, there's there was there was two people with Viragos, and they're doing r really good. Um, I, I guess there's some triumphs and stuff. But anyhow, the fast guys are on singles. In the, I'm running uh, one of three different classes. The 30, 30 it's an age class. <laughs> the young guy yeah, class. The young guy class, 35 <laughs> years old, 50 years old, and uh, 60 years old. Now I'm a little for all of them. And it's uh, any bike, any year, any size, anything you want to bring out. That's and true. If you're 50, you can join a 30 or 40 class, huh? Yep. Wow, wow yep. that's the advantage. And, and it's still the same same thing. So those are three classes that I pick on. Nice. Um, I usually have one bike. Uh, I work on two. Anyhow, I built the DTR1 just to do 
the mile, which is now the Sacramento Mile. Yeah. I don't care where it is. Um, I, w- I want to w- one one at uh, Stockton, and then they w- they changed to Sacramento. Sacramento has long straightaways. And ah, okay. And, and, and who is that? <laughs> um, Must be a phone thing. Yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> I, I built it built it for that. Um, all of every most everybody's on singles. They they run what what you normally flat track with. My dad told me once upon a time, some of these guys build special bikes just for the mile. So anyhow, that's what I did. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the frames, was the Rickman frame? I mean, there's a lot. There's a yeah, Rickman frame, champion frame. Yeah, there's a lot of. Um, night frame. There's a whole bunch of trick stuff yeah. that everybody used to do. Now you pretty much take a motocrosser and put little wheels on it and do a couple things. It yeah. It's changed again. But nobody's really selling twins. So the twins, have, they're still there, but now they're vintage. They're not really going any faster. The singles are faster until um, you get one built up or you bring out something modern. I took out my SV and it's like, with a little little more effort, I could win this class. Even SV on 1000 that thing. then. Uh, yeah. Okay, what, 2000 or something? It was, it was my street bike. O- O2. It's O2. what I could get my hands on. Uh, nobody's handed me really a race by Carly. Actually, I was in I was in uh, Lodi a couple years ago, and I got to ride a couple Triumphs and did really good. It was great. Nice. You, want, you want to ride this Triumph? I'd love to ride that Triumph. My dad rode a Triumph. I don't know what, that was what a, they're what like. The Civetti bike? No. Uh, he was on a, had a single, Honda single, and this was somebody basically out of Lodi and Stockton and stuff. Hmm. Um he had this. Uh, he had two bikes that he was running, and I got to ride the second one because the sec- second guy didn't show up. And I believe it was a, a old Brelsford bike. Ooh, and nice. he has a killer collection. He's got this big old barn. He's got other stuff, but he's got this barn with all the cars and bikes and everything that you would want in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a uh, dream, a dream hot rods, this, that, whatever. He collects Harleys. He's got Sal Hoffman's old Harley. Oh, that's where he went. <laughs> I never got to ride one of those yet. Yes. So I had you know, R1's girl in my neighborhood, and that's what I got a deal on. And I was told it wouldn't work, and I played with it, and, and I made it work. That's right. We had a little bit of an issue, and all, was, all it was, I still talk to this day to Sean about a one washer, a little washer, um, a little bit of a devil in there. And I'm hoping that's something that's uh, with my ZX636 race bike, same thing, keeps overheating. Something somewhere, just a little thing, but yeah. bad, yeah, yeah. It's a little tiny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's great. And uh, that that the DTR one, folks, um, listeners. Um, uh, wait, it's a it's a two thousand, I think, a four five. or five, five. two thousand five YZFR one. Uh, basically, it doesn't have any of the bodywork on it. It's been totally modified. Uh, but it's basically stock. It is. <laughs> it's, it's got. It's, it's only I've got 160 yeah. horsepower as a. I took all the fairings off. Change the handlebars. Okay. Use Virago handlebar mounts. Drill two holes in the chop triple clamp. Boom, boom. Put on some handlebars. Got new, uh, longer lines and stuff. Throttle cables and stuff. If you pull the disc brakes off, which I did, there's these really sharp edges. So I had these giant washers, non-discs, is what I call it, made. So there's nothing sharp, and it's like a spool. Okay. Uh, you put that where the discs bl- were. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. If nice. anybody was to get down there, whatever, 
when tech goes down there, I, like I rolled my bike into tech, and it's like I didn't have a proper bike, so, uh, so I believe because this is a proper bike. <laughs> well, actually, it's a one of a kind, I believe. And and built properly. I've got stuff safety wired. It's got this and that. Everything's right. You know, Yamaha did a really good job. Did you use a stock frame? I sure did. Yeah, it's 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 a looker as well. And then, like I said, especially with the exhaust, uh, it was welded on nice. Uh, it was it, it and it screamed. It, it just made just to go fast. And you look at it, it's it's a nice bulldog. And you you listen to the videos and and folks who. Um, you know, have come around because when it first came out, pissed off a couple of people. But uh, you know, it's a wrong with your brung. Sorry, you know, just because you were here for whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Winning for ten years doesn't mean you doesn't you there's a new sheriff in town and uh, wrong with your brung. And they didn't like the idea of having new machinery, I believe. And so yeah, they didn't know what to say. <laughs> well, well, there's, there's one guy that's squawking, uh, yeah, Mr. Chihuahua. Uh, he's <laughs> a, he's on a totally tricked out Honda 350 single. Got all kinds of old guy helpers and everything, and and dude's really fast. And and, and it, I found him in turn one in first place, and so I waved when I went by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you look at uh, a lot of Wade's videos, actually, I just can't say because he's uh, one, but it's usually on a front wheel. So uh, yeah, that's the thing about the, I guess the flat track thing is it allows you to just be on a wheel like half the time. Well, almost. <laughs> so uh, it didn't wheelie at first for a couple of years. Um, I was running a higher gear, was doing this, I okay. was doing that. It actually blew up the second year. Yeah. Um, because it, uh, it wasn't put together right. It was put together out of washer. three dead motors, and dude got yelled at and was not allowed to put in new bearings in any way, shape, or form. Uh, mm -hmm. And then dude said, don't blow up my motor. Well, it lasted 18 miles. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it made a lot of funny noises, and I had a single. <laughs> and I pulled yeah. off the track, you know. So anyhow, we rebuilt it. It's it's basically stock. I got a new crank, new rods, new everything, new all new bearings. Um, uh, Ned put it together and and kissed it, and it's been running great. I put twenty to fifty miles on it a year. Yeah, yeah, and it's a wonderful twenty or fifty miles uh, a year, and just like racing, you know. I mean, we can sit here for years but uh, when a race comes up you know the two years were worth it i mean even if it's 10 minutes i mean uh right now myself I've, i haven't been doing a, a whole lot in a long time and uh, i'm really really looking forward to the san pedro Martiro because uh as a road racer you really don't have a chance to road race uh, i was lucky when i was living with wade um in 2010 uh, he got invited by um uh, uh argentinian argentinians and uh, we got to go over to Copina and race, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, Perez. yeah, David yeah. Paredes, and uh, um, it was just a very unique experience. I mean, I've always thought road racing happened at the Isle of Man or England. I mean, uh, Ireland uh, proper, and uh, South America right now is uh, starting to. I think that's a trend that I, I hope catches on that a lot of the countries decide to take on because they have wonderful roads and. Uh, like I said, uh, Argentina, Copina, that's a wonderful place. Oh, my God. And uh, right yeah. now, uh, we're going to go to Mexico and, and uh, do the San Pedro Martir and uh, the Baja International Tourist Cup that's coming up. And, uh, again, you know, uh, South America is uh, Mexico, South America. It's road racing. It's on our continent. It would be really, really easier than uh, Wade's been to Australia and New Zealand and everywhere else. Uh, I mean, that costs a lot of money. I mean, at least we can drive. 
uh, partway down there, that type of thing. So look, really, really look forward to road racing down there, and uh, we're getting new opportunities. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really, really neat. So um, let's take a short break, and uh, we should probably get a phone call here in a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Milk Crate, what do you got going on? I see a red album and a black album. Uh, we've got Roxy Music next. Roxy Music, yeah. <laughs> Anyone there? <laughs> All right, we dropped our first phone call of the evening. Let's try it again. Hmm. Sorry, Pedro. 
Pedro, I'm sorry. I, I definitely owe you a 12 pack or something. Yeah, just tell me, tell, tell me what you want from the U.S. It's yours. You are. It's, it's under 12 bucks, but yeah. Sorry, mate. Anyways, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we here at Beanie Radio, and uh, especially Racers Alley, you know, we kind of go with it. And so sometimes you kickstart it, starts at the first kick, and sometimes you just foul a plug, and uh, it goes both ways. You are, you are. Um, so anyhow, uh, Pedro should be calling back, hopefully. I'm sorry about the disconnect from uh, our, uh, I guess, technical difficulties. But anyhow, um, yar yar, where were we? We were All rocking. Right. We were rocking. <laughs> All right, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, it really uh, it really takes a load off with the, uh, 
Uh, Wade uh, wanted to come down to the San Pedro Monteiro hill climb as well. Uh, big thing is, uh, you know, getting a car out there, getting a truck out there, getting all the uh, logistics. And uh, Pedro will go over as uh, you want to have all your paperwork and such. And uh, if you have an older truck, you better bring extra hoses and water and all that good stuff. I mean, uh, Wade, you've always been going on with uh, old uh, campers and uh, your vans and everything else in the world. I don't think you've ever had a new car going far away. <laughs> new? Yeah. No. Not, so not new. Part of, part of racing's you getting keep there. keep working at it, but new, no. no. And uh, uh, the last couple of years, I've been actually uh, borrowing Milk Freak's truck. Uh, nice Toyota as well. Looks uh, very nice. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Fantastic truck. Uh, the nicest thing I got was like cool Van Halen sticker, dude. Yeah, they really, really like the hell out of and that. You liked it so much, you bought your own, huh? Right. And uh, yeah, so Chad's got that truck. He's working on it, getting it together. And uh, so, you know, going far, you do have to have a proper transportation and sometimes as a privateer you don't have the new stuff uh, a lot of times in the um in the uh pits nowadays what you see you see some really nice motorhomes and stuff you know I mean, afm yep. racing privateer is like holy shit uh, yeah, seven, yeah, 70 AFM grand setup <laughs> yeah, yeah afm has a, a pretty impressive uh, uh pit setup <laughs> collection so, <laughs> they, they did a armored two days and then they did a afm two days and there was actually a big difference i stayed ah. there and saw the difference between the two well there are definitely and two different organizations arma is a american historical motorcycle racing association yeah they're out of the east coast really yeah, east coast and they i think they have three different segments here in the united states uh wonderful bikes uh, all classic and such yeah all kinds of older stuff Everybody's really nice. They go all over the country, and and uh, um, I think a bunch of them are retired and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. can you afford to do that? <laughs> well, to I'm, yeah. it was it's it's great, and and a lot of them go up and and get you know a whole bunch of trophies. Like you know they all enter a three and four classes. It's great. Well, that's the thing. I mean, um, certain classic bikes you can order uh, or enter different classes. Um, yeah. Like you were mentioning earlier, Wade. I didn't know. I was like. Are into 50 class, that means you can enter the 30 and 40 class because you got sonority. So, yeah, or yeah, you can always take advantage of that uh, loophole, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they, there's some where they just have classes uh, by, by bike and stuff, also. But in the old days, that's all how they did it. But now it's kind of changed. And yeah, so there's three classes that go by age, and there's you can ride any bike you can get your hands on. And so then, yep. yeah, you, then you got to ride it. And then if you really want to beat everybody, that's a whole different story because nobody wants to get beat. Well, there's, uh, yeah, the <laughs> right? l last couple of, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm a racer, and I hate being uh, faster or slower than slowest, but uh, it happens. And, uh, yeah, AFM, last couple of years I've been running, uh, well, I, I, I'm a novice still, and I haven't even been able to get past a race. But, uh, yeah, the Formula 50 class, boy, uh, Formula 4050, we got – Folks like Montano out there, you know, kicking everyone's ass, the Corey Calls and stuff, and, you know, um, yeah, uh, guess so what? Yeah, Racing them older guys doesn't mean you're going to be going slower. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of those guys <laughs> never stopped racing. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and, and you think it's great and everything. Yeah, I got, uh, I was at Button Willow, and uh, one, one of our older guys, this guy was two years older than me, took me out in a bus stop. I know, and, I and asked and you, it was like, a young kid? He goes, no, he was older than me, Alex. I was like, what? <laughs> I think he forgot his glasses or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stop. <laughs> it's like anything else. So, and so um, sidecars are a similar thing. They're all on 600 nowadays. nowadays. 
it makes it all much closer racing and stuff. And when I was race, I did a couple of races at Buttonwell AFM and stuff. The most dangerous spot is the the bus stop and them hairpins or whatever, where people got to get on the brakes. And if there's two people going in together, you can't run into each other. <laughs> uh, you it's mentioned really that. Simple. Really simple. Well, you've been going out, and uh, yeah, you mentioned that happened uh, uh, last time you were out on the sidecars. Uh, uh, two people trying to occupy the same space. Some sometimes that happens. You try to leave. I'm gonna say a drool or something like that. A little bit of space, <laughs> you know. You, there's rubbing and and then there's running into people, and that that's that's not allowed. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, so well, racing's racing. You can get excited. You're supposed and all. to be sportsmanish, even if even in the professional department, you don't be running over somebody. <laughs> Exciting is exciting. You get all it, excited. It happens sometimes. Yeah, but you get yeah. excited. Everybody tries this out, whatever. You know, it's it's not perfect. Yeah, you are racing, but seasoned folks yeah. shouldn't do that. But it happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyhow, um, yeah. I mean, it's as far as racing goes. Uh, everyone's, especially right now. I mean, uh, I, b- I believe the first AFM racing is coming soon. Uh, within the next week. Uh, I wish I could be there, but. Uh, need to save my money to go to uh, road racing down south yeah um july 18th and 19th boy that's that's right around the corner they're gonna be racing in button willow and uh, i love that track that track yeah i have a good time it has good line of sight it's gonna be hot but uh it's gonna be the first race of the season i think they're gonna have four this year um which will be good good be good be good for everybody yeah and so everybody is fresh sort of and and in the same mode and you know, yeah, they'll put together a great program. Well, the first and ra- last races are generally the hairiest in a sense, and uh, everyone getting out there and getting used to stuff. And this year, especially, has been kind of a, a messed up year. So uh, hopefully, everyone takes care of themselves. But uh, as well, you know, racing's racing. So you know, it's a different mindset than a track day. Uh, interestingly enough, and in many many different ways, uh, things you didn't think you would do, you will do in a race. Um, you you got to keep your head down more, and uh, generally um, you got to be on the gas proper. But uh, that being said, um, yeah. Uh, well, I guess the easiest way to put it is uh, we got four races left. Just get through the year, use it as a practice, get to next year. I know I've been advocating for a six-hour endurance race. You know, what do you got with four races? You got a whole lot of nothing. But if you have three races at the end of the the, the fourth race, you have a six-hour endurance race, that gives you something to shoot for. There's nothing like racing for 45 minutes an hour at a time. Am I wrong? It's a great yeah, way to have good. laps after lap. Uh, you know, Wade and I have been in endurance race more than a couple of times. You get off the bike, you get on the bike. Um, yeah, you get lap after lap. I mean, a six-hour endurance race would make up for the year that you lost. And also yeah. give you something to look forward to. Four races, yeah. second race you might be dialed in. Third race you're going fast. End of the year you're done. So you got four races if you're lucky this year at the AFM. Not bitching yeah. about the AFM. So I'm just saying you, 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 you just have to add Colorado to the mix. <laughs> Holy moly! It's uh, phone call. Uh, the bat phone. Bat look phone. out! Look out! It's either gonna be Pedro or Hawk. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're going to push a button here in a minute. Hello, hello? Hello, you there? 
Ah, holy moly, it worked. Oh boy, we. Alright, oh, that's a deal. Let's. Uh, who are we speaking with? This is Hawk Mazada. Hey, Hawk Mazada. Uh, we, were, uh, we accidentally hung, hung up on Pedro uh, uh, earlier for the San Pedro de Martir racing down south. So, uh, oh, at least we figured this out now. Uh, Hawk Mazada, um, my name is Alex Torres Mori. Uh, we got Wade Boyd here and Mo Crate Brian. Um, Wade and I have been around here, you know, road racing and stuff, and uh, uh, have this show over here in San Francisco, California called Racer's Alley at Mimi Radio, which is a, a studio that does comedy and other things in the heart of the mission. And um, boy, you know, uh, we've been connecting on Facebook, and uh, I've been impressed, uh, you know, uh, with what you're doing. Uh, we have a, a regular here, uh, part of our wrecking crew, uh, called uh, Clay Murphy. And he does an organization called FirstRights.org, which deals with uh, teaching uh, under, you know, uh, kids who wouldn't normally be able to get on a bike uh, to learn how to ride motocross. Everything's donated, all the gear and everything. And I noticed on your Facebook page, um, and uh, you have a similar MX course going on. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome to hear. I didn't know that. To hear what we've got going on. Yeah. The word's going out as far as your class. <laughs> good, good to hear. It's it's only been around since the end of last year, but uh, wow. we're yeah. Uh, what exactly, um, Hawk? Uh, actually, uh, I've had a lot of concussions racing and stuff, but I know <laughs> you've you've been out there. Uh, can you give us a little bit of your background? Yes, sir. Um, well, I uh, started riding motorcycles at three years old on the old three wheelers. Death trap. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, just, uh, you know, rode for fun as kids around the ranch. We, we grew up ranching. Um, and then uh, I moved to Monterey, so I was uh, right there by Laguna Seca. Nice. And uh, I went out, <clears throat> I believe I was 15, and there was a Dennis Pegolo track day going on. Yeah, I remember and TP. I went out and watched and uh, was blown away by it. Linked up with a couple of guys that were, uh, at the time, racing, um, Joe Carrillo and Al Salveria. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. I was mentioning with Wade. It was like, you know, Hawk Mazada, over here, old school name. I, you know, the only thing I could <laughs> think of is Al Salavaria. And he, That's yeah, it. Okay, so you boys were out yep. there. Okay, you yeah, are. Yeah, they were out nice. there teaching school, and um, they came over, and we were chatting, and uh, they said, hey, you want to try it? Yeah, I want to try it. So they uh, gathered up. Al had leather boots, gloves, helmet, and all, and um, I got on the back. That was sort of it. I was sold, and um, Al took me under his wing. He just hit it off. He's an awesome guy. He just raced for me for two weeks of time, and um, he had a little 125, and just got me going, and it took me down to old Button Willow and Willow Springs, and we hit it hard. That was it. I started racing at 16, uh, 125s, and all the club racing, nice. WSMC and ASM, and um, took off from there. Proper road racer then, uh, not only motocross. I was wondering if you were a motocross or a road racer as far as, uh, you know, your uh, skill set. I'm, I'm a road racer. That, that was the first thing I ever did was road racing and um, went up from 125s to a slight bit of 250. Did the Aprilia Cup Challenge at Laguna Seca. Oh, yeah. Like All right. First nice. pro race, um, <laughs> which was awesome. And then 
college game night, John Hopkins uh, races the battle with Alex Silver, mm -hmm. and um, got on the podium. That was sort of the start to my career, and I dabbled in flat track and um, just sort of all forms of racing. But now road racing. You're like Wade then. <laughs> Wade has What's done uh, Wade as well. Uh, Wade has done the flat tracking and the two-stroke 250s and everything else between. So I mean, you definitely yes, have man. a your skill set is. Do all bikes, <laughs> which I is really really cool. Yeah, and you know that uh, two wheels and you can get a little sideways. I'm on. I'm all about it. That's great. And um, you know, we were just mentioning earlier in our show, like uh, Wade was mentioning, uh, uh, when his youth, you know, he did uh, you know road racing, but also dirt. And um, it seems to me right now you have a program uh, with the uh, uh, dirt riding uh, with children. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I. Um, all my years of, of road racing, I linked up with a lot of guys uh, who had track days in their schools, and I would say that I was taught by some of the best teachers. I worked with Freddie nice. Spencer. I went to his school. Um, Jason Pridmore took me under his wing, and I, I uh, took his school and rode for him under his team and worked with them at his schools, and wow. I'd say I really learned from the best. I took Rich Oliver's school. So I you know Rich and Chucky. <laughs> oh, and Chucky's one of the best guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always thought, man, someday I would love to have a kid or a camp of some sort, and it really just came together. Okay. Uh, my fiance and I were talking, and she said, just, you need to do it. What I'm passionate about, there's nothing better than, you know, passing on what I've learned over the years. Oh, that's and great. It really came together. I've got a seven-year-old son, and um, he rides really well and all the parents in school were asking me how how do I get my kid into it so I just said well bring him out I'll give you some minutes or need to awesome I need to start doing this so yeah I, I teach all ages three years old and up field <laughs> level never ridden to pros one-on-one -on -one, um, but the, the kids are really where it's at for me I love to teach them well it came cool. naturally cool. and it really is cool and um, so um, <coughs> that's really really you filled a space that needed to be filled, and um, with your skill set, I mean, it, it sounds great. Um, what what um, what do you need to do to get in your class, and what what um, I guess what programs do you have? So right now, I'm, I'm pretty um, word of mouth, if you will. Um, I just with the help of others, because I'm extremely illiterate i need to learn more <laughs> racers dude racers uh, oh man <laughs> we all are <laughs> so i've got some help i've got a facebook for hawkins automotive camps and an instagram i've sort of got a website um up and going so can you mention their names out there for our folks that uh, are listening um i think we got probably seven people listening today and uh, about twenty-five thousand others somewhere so what where they located where are you located <laughs> Uh, so I'm up in Cottonwood, California. That is Northern California. I'm a tiny town just south of Redding, California. Okay, Redding. So, okay. Yep. I am. Uh, so, so from you guys in San Fran, I, a fan of I, between two and a half to three hours. Okay. For our listeners uh, in different countries, I mean, uh, it's still Northern California, and uh, boy, oh boy, this is very exciting. Uh, Hawk happens to be an exceptional racer for our listeners, and um, yeah, he's teaching our youth, which is wonderful. And uh, Hawk, so um, as far as uh, entering the program, uh, 
do we have a website to get a hold of you? And do we have a contact, yes. that type of thing? Yep. Just go to hawkmazada.motocamp.com. And uh, H-A-W-K-M-O-Z-Z-A-T-A? Yep, M-A-Z-Z-O-T-T-A. There you go. HawkMazadaMotoCamp.com. And uh, my link to there on, uh, on there is uh, my phone number and um, location. Um, and pretty much all the info, like the current camp, kids camp is this weekend. So it will have your information of uh, dates, times, and costs, what sort of the curriculum, what's included. Can you um, explain that? I have that? motorcycles for rent. I don't have a motorcycle. I have gear. Um, so if you don't know how to, if you've never sat on a motorcycle, you can show up. You know how to find out. You can ride in four hours. All right, Hawk. That sounds awesome. So let's let's go back a second here. And let's, let's, um, can you explain the curriculum, uh, and the bikes and, uh, go from there? Yeah. So, uh, depending upon who I'm working with. So, uh, if I've got kids, you know, my curriculum would be potentially a little different than, than adults. Gotcha. Um, but in general, um, my curriculum for a beginner to an intermediate, which is the majority of the students is mm. number one safety number two is have fun if we have if we're safe we have fun and uh i i just went through a program um through usmca so united states yes, Motorcycle congratulations association and that was started by i'd say the, the core group of motorcycling in the u.s the Orth family and, and so many others that formed this you have a it's a ground coaches, you know, at, at a high level, how to keep, number one, it's safe. We know this sport go. is inherently dangerous, and there's well, a lot of guys out there that, that maybe are not qualified. And, and so, <laughs> um, for me Oops. and my camp, um, you'll come in here and we'll go over the most basics of a motorcycle, uh, the parts of the bike, how to start it, how to shut it off, and then we go through the body piece, we go through ergonomics of the bike, body piece fix it and I mean we do a lot of drills mm -hmm. you know basics of front brake rear brake both why you do front brake together um, trail braking pin angles we cover so much um, you name it we'll do it off camber and um, that's at awesome my facility I've got ovals two tracks um, a mini moto um, very safe any jump or whoop is extremely safe um so you can sort of cover anything that we need to cover here. Um, so, Hawk, are you saying that you have a um, you have a compound like the Roberts where you can go out and actually uh, show up, and you have certain areas where you can do all the drills? Yes, sir. Yep, I got. I'm not going to say oh, I've been awesome. out to Roberts, and that was pretty <laughs> epic. But uh. hopefully, in the near future, I'll be to that point. But right now, I've got yeah, 21 acres here That's at all? the at property that um, <laughs> yeah, sort of uh, endless possibilities and as well awesome. just 15 minutes from my place we have the shafter supermoto track which is absolutely beautiful paved you know a go-kart track with a dirt wow. section i also teach moto so for road racers or street riders we go out there and, and teach that discipline as well well that discipline is going to make anyone faster and yeah i mean uh Wade's a TT boy, you know, back in the day when he was younger, and yeah, that's yeah. you teach a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. 
put them all together, yeah. and what do you got? <laughs> Boy, you know, this sounds so exciting, and um, this is really, really great. And um, if you want, you know, I mean, uh, uh, send me some information. I'll always be happy to, you know, mention it every every show. Uh, as you. far as uh, you know, let's let's get folks out there learning how to run and how to have a, a you know a really really great time, right? Yeah, help you out. That's yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. You know, exactly. People out yeah. there that, that ride that need a little uh, help of where to start. Or, I mean, you can prolong a, a hobby or career just by knowing the right way to do it. We've all been there and gotten hurt. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's uh, a whole different yeah. conversation. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice to get a little help and go <laughs> yeah. do it right. Exactly. And, you know, uh, I was just mentioning earlier, one of the boys that, that I work with at Tokiomoto, and he's showing these pictures now. They got not quite the Grom size, but they have these little – race bikes and they're doing oh. them stocking and stuff and uh, they're fully the kitted Avali. leathers. Is that where they are? They're quite awesome. I mean, like a volley. They're a miniature GT bike, super bike. They're awesome. I rode one. The next it stage. Ooh. Oh you God. rode one. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I rode one at our supermoto track and it's the way of the future. They're starting kids so young now. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yep. <laughs> oh, very, very we cool. all want one. <laughs> I wish they had them when we were, we were young, but we were riding a, a stock uh, YSR. Yeah, back yeah. in the oh. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had a mini bike. <laughs> I had a DT175. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, learn whatever, what you learn on. Yeah, <laughs> the the <right>. 70s. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Well, Hawk, you know, thank you for calling in and um, feel free uh, to call in anytime. Let me know and. Um, uh, definitely, you know, yeah. uh, uh, forward me uh, your information. I'll put it on out okay. there. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Clay's going to call in with uh, fun tr uh, uh, firstriders.org uh, in about uh, five minutes. And, uh, again, okay. he has a motocross, uh, uh, you know, uh, learning folks uh, who've never ridden before and everything's uh, – it's a different type of situation than what you're in. But, uh, boy, oh, boy, that. very, very exciting. And um, an honor for having you call in. You are. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. And we'll, let's let's get together soon. And uh, yeah, just plan on you know uh, every one or two weeks uh, having a you know uh, just call in and uh, you know ten minutes and have an update totally. of what you want to do. What's new? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. You got it. No, I'll do it. I, it's good to chat with you guys. Thank you very much. Cheers, brother, and thank you for calling. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Yari yari. <laughs> Let's put on some music. <laughs> Thanks, Bill Craig. <laughs>